You're listening to One Family, What's God Doing? Where we explore what God's doing in YWAM locations throughout Virginia. We can't wait for you to find out what God's doing today. All right, well, thank you everyone for joining again. And I'm excited because you get to meet Dustin. And I've known Dustin for a few years now. We started with YWAM Richmond around about the same time. And Dustin is just an amazing man. And I could say a whole lot, but instead I'm going to let him say it. So Dustin, what would you want people to know about who you are? Uh, well, gosh. Uh, well, honestly, I mean, there's a little background. One, I just have been in YWAM for about 27 years. Uh, 20 of those years were in Asia. God brought my family back to the States. And uh, and I, I, at the heart of what I where I get my joy from, I would say one thing that I know God's really called me to is just to raise, train, disciple, encourage young missionary leaders to go to all spheres of society. And so, uh, and uh, that's, that's where I really, that's where I love the most. And so of course I love teaching and, uh, and uh, right now God has called us to Lynchburg. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's actually a really big thing right now, this idea of what God is doing in Lynchburg, because years ago, Lynchburg was just this thought of something that got a seed that God had planted. And now that seed is starting to blossom. So I'd love to hear what, what has been, what, what has God been doing lately in YWAM Lynchburg? Well, first of all, we, Alonzo and I and, and, and Clow and their family and our family, we were called here and August one, we moved here. And so I, and it was just a strong impression of the Lord. I mean, from Chris and from others, but also from ourselves, that it was an urgency to come here. And to be, if you look at like, how do you pioneer a base? This is probably not the way you do it. I mean, we just kind of <laughs> literally just bought a moving truck and, mm-hmm. and find a place to live and move. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, and so when we arrived, people ask us, so what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> just like, and, but so, like, but what we're initially starting to do is just trying to get to know people. And, uh, and at, one thing was just interesting is like we've been meeting some amazing people. And uh, one thing I find is that if I wear a YWAM shirt, I'll get approached by people. Uh, people that people who approach me usually it's very positive. I mean, I actually never had a negative approach. Uh, usually they ask, "Hey, you're with YWAM," and then I tell them I'm, we're pioneering Lynchburg, and they're just totally stoked about it. There's other times actually been approached, and people who actually told me, "Ah, I heard about you coming," which is kind of <laughs> like like I'm wondering from where. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's happened a few times, but uh, <laughs> you know, like, and so obviously going out in public wearing a YWAM shirt is a good thing right now. But uh, I, I, but one thing happened. Uh, about a couple weeks ago was, is I heard about this prayer meeting that's taking place in, in Liberty and it was a student led thing. And basically they were meeting like for the first 30 days of the school year, interceding for a revival, uh, revival for university revival for Lynchburg and a revival just for missions and going into the nations. And I was like, well, I, I have to figure this thing out. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so I, I went there and I found out that, um, that, that actually what it was, the four, there's four, four, uh, Four young people who really pioneered this. Three of them freshmen, and one is a sophomore. And um, and what they are is basically they were all YWAMers that have done their DTS. I mean, some mm. of them have actually been on staff. And uh, and it's amazing if you think about yeah. it. If you if you listen to their stories, they were all like committed to YWAM long term. And God mm-hmm. literally stopped them and told them, "Hey, uh, go to Liberty." and be a student there. And like, you can tell there was some resistance in some of them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, Bennett was, is the main guy. I mean, he's the one guy and Bennett, he's a very amazing guy. He, uh, when he was a sophomore and, um, 
in high school, God spoke to him that really like he came to visit Liberty to see if he should go to school there. And, and, and he just, and he just saw people that were like, carry the name of Jesus, but they were very uh-huh. lukewarm. And, 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 and God told him like, you need to go here, but you got to prepare yourself. So he actually did his DTS and he did like fire and fragrance. And he was with YWAM for two years. <laughs> Uh, during that time, God called him to start a house of prayer. And so he visited like many house of prayers all throughout the nation with his brother. They drove from California, Kansas City. And then so then so after two years, he did two years of YWAM to prepare him to go to Liberty as a mission. And uh, and these four people all started Liberty, but none of them knew each other. It wasn't like a set team. And then they started this prayer meeting. And I just I just can't. I, I was just shocked, you know, and then they heard that we were starting here too. Like none of us knew that we're coming to Lynchburg at the same time, you know? Right. And so I, I'm just, I, I, and so I, I met with Bennett and uh, I've talked to some of the others. I'm just excited about what's happening because really what's happening is just that there's a prayer movement actually for revival. And uh, the words that God's been speaking to us is that God wants to move in the Holy spirit. And you, we, I've been hearing this in different circles and, uh, and also that, you know, and also just a time of repentance and prayer. And so uh, I've been joining that they had the last, uh, the end of the 30 days was this morning and I went there and they're going to do a prayer burn on Friday night to Sunday morning. Um, you know, and uh, they're asking God, okay, God, what do you want us to do in the future? And so uh, I just really love the intentionality so far. They started with like 10 people. It's been like 60 to 70 showing up. Wow. Every morning. Wow. And, uh, and you can tell these are like in the commitment of just going into worship intercession is legit. And so like, uh, so it's exciting to see these people doing it. And so I'm excited about what might happen in the future. Yeah. You know, one thing that I've always loved that you see throughout YWAM, but is a core part of this YWAM Lynchburg story is what you said, like the way y'all went about this was not best practices for pioneering a base. And yet what you knew is God was saying, now is the time go. Our humanity could say, uh, but where and how and what for and wherefore art and all these questions. But meanwhile, God was planting seeds and people that you didn't even know existed yeah. and people that didn't even know why they were going because God is the one orchestrating it, not us. We're simply the ones stepping. And, and I love that the way that y'all are positioning yourselves is a readiness and a willingness for whatever God may bring. So you've got this mm-hmm. group of students praying about the future and you and your team are praying about the future. And so what do you think God might be up to as you look ahead? Well, that's a great thing. One thing, honestly, I can tell you right now that, um, I mean, this, I would say some, this is as solid as water. I mean, there's not, this is nothing's concrete here. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you heard it here, folks. This is exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, but like, honestly, I, I, I definitely know that uh, the timing of us coming here during this season was because of what God was speaking to these young people, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I, and, and the thing is, is that as some of, a lot of you who've been keeping up with the story know that the Marples have a building that we could use mm-hmm. and everything like that. And, and honestly, like, uh, uh, what, and honestly, housing is a problem, Liberty. And wow. And one thing I've asked a couple of these young people is to pray about actually joining our pioneering team. And they would be like students with their mission actually in Liberty. And we could actually, and, and getting people with that wanted to be in a discipling community to actually live, live off campus. And, and, uh, and in, in reality, it's probably be actually saving them money because the amount of money they spend on <laughs> campus. And so, right. like, it, it, so it could really work out. So that's something that I asked them to pray about. The thing in Liberty is, like, Liberty does have a requirement that all freshmen must live on campus. 
And so like three of them are freshmen. And so like they, they can't make any decisions this year, but, but so I'm like, just pray about it. And like, and to see what that means. And I can't really give them definition, but one thing I can tell you right now, like, um, Probably, most likely, the way staff looks in Lynchburg is going to probably be very different than what you see in typical Wyoming base. And uh, but I'm excited because actually uh, we can we can actually be tapping in. Um, another thing, one thing I felt the first time I went to the morning prayer set like uh, uh, last week was is like a week ago today actually mm-hmm. um, was this champion young people. And so like I, I definitely. I really felt like, especially the prayer thing and Bennett that, uh, and the, this, these group of students that are actually YWAMers, you know, that one thing I, I really felt just encourage them to be there, to be supportive, if they have questions to be present, but really honestly, just encourage them as they step out and trust God. And it's just like, um, and it's really, but kind of being that, like that statesman in a sense, you know, so I'm excited about what's happening there. I know that God is going to open up other doors. I mean, there's the other things God has clearly spoken to us. He's, he's spoken to us about hospitality, he's spoken to, uh, to us about, um, like internationals and missionary kids, which is another thing altogether. Actually, Michaela had a party or birthday party last Sunday night at our house. And, and like everybody who came was either uh, from another country or they're missionary kids or they're, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was like we yeah. had 20 plus people over like, and like, it was just, it was a, a third of them were like Filipino based. The other ones were like, we had a Brazilian and, and, and like, a, it was just, uh, it was just like a lot of different nationalities were just were there, which was awesome. I mean, and so I also yeah. know that, Part of us will be hospitality towards students, but possibly their parents. And uh, I, I, I don't. And there's also other there's also other contacts that that uh, I, I still want to talk to. They've mentioned certain things, and I don't know how legit that is, so I don't even want to talk about it in this context. But <laughs> yeah. But uh, but the truth is, is that the the openness has been awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, with a, especially with the Lynchburg House of Prayer, uh, the openness as far as the willingness to receive us has been really welcoming. Uh, and uh, I'm excited as far as what that happened. So I, what's going to happen in the future? We could have a student-led thing that happened with discipling yeah. young people who are passionate and want to get grow in their relationship with God and make a change in the world for him. And really, yeah. and that's what that and, you know, when I look at the room, uh, the prayer, they're using the prayer chapel and, and, and Liberty. When I look at that, that prayer chapel with all those young people that are going there, these are the kind of people you want, not just in YWAM, but go really honestly to train up and raise to go into all the spheres of society. And, and uh, these are the people that we are, uh, that I, this is what I'm called to do, raise up young missionary leaders. And, and honestly, this is like, that is like the, that, that is like the biggest, awesome, most, yeah. you know, I mean, if there's a pool of, uh, if there, you know, like sometimes uh, there, you know, you have those those uh, fishing ponds that are like fed uh-huh. with, like, you know, they they yeah. put stock with the fish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> like, you want to dig these people out? Just kind of grab there. There's one. Uh, oh, another. <laughs> it's just like that is awesome. I mean, you know, yeah. so many times we're or we're. I mean, so many times there's been times I've been discouraged in the past yeah. because I'm looking for okay, where are the young people that have a passion for God? And, uh, and, uh, and, and that, that's not going to flee right away. And then, but you see, you see this group of kids, I mean, uh, I mean, they're kids to me, but especially like these, these, these people who were in YWAM that let that left YWAM because of a call of God and they're starting like a prayer movement and they're praying for revival. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Bennett, they said one thing to Bennett was like, uh, like, so how do you plan to bring revival? He goes, you know, one thing I'm just good at is just praying. And so we're just going to pray. <laughs> and I yep. was just like, man, I love this guy. So yeah. that's, a, that's a, that's, 
So I don't know how, I, honestly, we're still, the future is very unclear, uh, yeah. but but you can definitely see possibilities of things happening. And I do know, yeah. I, I definitely know that these connections are divine. So yeah, amen. And that's the, <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful and important reminder for all of us, right? Like we can get so attached to the future, but scripture tells us like, I mean, you could say if the Lord wills this or this will happen, but you don't know what's going to happen. But what's beautiful about what you're experiencing is even though you don't know exactly what's ahead, God has made it clear that he is present and active and providing a building and a family and young YWAMers. Like, <laughs> it's, like you, it's, a, it's a beautiful reminder that even if we don't know, if we know that God is with us, then we can step forward in confidence. And so let's say somebody is listening and they love hearing what's happening and they want to come alongside you and your team. Mm -hmm. They want to walk with you. How can people support what y'all are doing? Well, of course, you know, like, uh, I mean, if you, I don't know if it's possible, but you can put a link on how to mm -hmm. actually give to Wyoming Winchburg. Uh, I remember uh, we were talking about making t-shirts and Alonzo says, uh, uh, like, uh, can we use a YWAM card? Uh, like, uh, only if we have a budget, we don't have that. <laughs> I mean, uh, being a new pioneering location, we have no budget. And so like, we have very little money going in there because there's, we really don't, don't have that. But, but as we move forward, we're going to need, we're going to need finances. So that's a very easy way to do it. Another one way is actually like, uh, to actually just be praying for us to pray that God, we would clearly hear from God and have discernment as we're moving forward and that that the enemy would not have a, any any ability to get in the way. And so that, and, and honestly, intercessors is like, uh, it's easier to give than to pray. And, uh, and, and definitely we could use both. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. but, uh, but if we have people actually committed to, to pray for us, that'd be huge. And, yeah. and also if there's actually some, um, and like people in YWAM that, that have experienced that, uh, that uh, that God is actually speaking to him. We would love for for you to pray about joining us on staff. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, and if you're not in YWAM, you know, we have a couple places in in, in Virginia that you can do your DTS and maybe join staff. <laughs> there you <laughs> so, go. <laughs> and so, like that, of course, you know, like having more people on ground would be awesome. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, like uh, so, I would say those are the three different three different ways one is that you can give second you can be praying for us and three ask god if you like if you're supposed to join us and if you're joining if you want to join us just reach out and we'll i'd love to process you with that that'd be awesome that's great and as we close out you know is there a verse that god's been putting on your heart recently well i mean um I would say like, this is a verse I would like to say more like Bennett is, is like Bennett, our, our young YWAMer who's leading the, the prayer movement in Liberty. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like he was, he's been talking about building a house of prayer. Right. And then like, and then, and then this one passage here, it says like, it's in, and you know, it's in um, Matthew chapter 21. It says in verse, uh, uh, verse 13 says, and it's written, my house shall be called house of prayer, but you made it to a den of, th a den of robbers. And like, and you know, that's when Jesus was cleansing the temple. So like, you know, that's, you know, that's not like a, Ooh, this is really encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, I mean, if you know the context, he, that he went into the temple and in the court of the Gentiles, they were set up a marketplace and, uh, and they were, and uh, the idea was, is that, um, they were selling stuff. And uh, they're, well, they're selling sacrifices and they're money exchangers. And a lot of some theologians believe that they were probably, uh, you know, they're probably doing some cheating. And, and uh, I personally don't think they were. I, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, the truth is, is that they were serving a need. The need was, is that they were, 
they were Jews coming in from all around the world that needed and were required to do a sacrifice and they couldn't really bring one. And so they had to buy one and they had different currencies. And so they need to exchange that currency and, and for, for them to be able to do the sacrifice. And I, I don't think actually it was a service that was needed, but it was in the location where they were doing it. It was in the court of the Gentiles. It is the only place, um, the only place in the temple that for, for people who are not Jews could get close to God. And they were taking that place. That place was the only place where the foreigner could come. And so one way is, is that we're also the temple of God. And what what I would ask the question is like, this is something that we've been really seeking to, I mean, I've been praying personally about this is like, is there any an area in my life that I have set aside that's mine, but but it's not God's? You know, and like, and, and, and where I have my own money exchangers and is it because I am the temple of God, that means that I belong to him. And sometimes, sometimes we take a part of our heart and we set it aside and the, and they're like, and we're doing our own little business mm-hmm. and we're robbing from God. That's a little mini, mini message there. <laughs> <laughs> a little like, mini sermon. <laughs> a little mini sermon. No longer pastoring. I got to give it somewhere. You know, if I would depart with anybody's, it's like, you know, check your heart. You know, mm-hmm. where is there something in your life that you're holding up that are holding back from God? And, uh, and if you are, uh, you know, it's time to cleanse the temple. And, and and I'm not saying, it, I mean, yes, sin is obvious, but I'm just talking. Sometimes there's aspects of our life that we, that we, that we make priority over God. And if there's something that we're making priority over God, that's something we need to actually clear out and make sure God has all rights and all ways that, that he deserves worship in every area of our lives. And so, yeah, I'll leave you with that. That's great. We could just keep on going, but we're not going to. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm three minutes over. <laughs> but I always appreciate talking to you, Dustin. I appreciate the faithfulness of you and your team. And I'm just so excited to continue to hear in the coming months what God is up to in Lynchburg. And thank you to everybody who has been listening and watching, and not just for listening, uh, but for walking with us as we together as one family explore what it means to know God and to make him known. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of One Family, What's God Doing? If you'd like to learn more about what God's doing in Virginia, visit us at ywamva.org and join us next week for more stories of God at work.